It's box 39. Here is a box, a musical box, wound up and ready to play. Can you guess what is in it today? to everybody out there listening to us tonight this is a very 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 special box 39 the treasure chest of magazine music and the funny side of life rooted in our community here as ever as ever on the wonderful 106.6 fm cone radio Bill Lawrence, and I'm absolutely delighted, as always, to be joined by some other people in the studio in front of me, wearing a rather fetching sort of nice little hairpiece tonight, slightly uh, golden looking in this light, it's Ian Talentai. Hello, Ian. Good evening, Bill, and thank you for noticing. I, uh, well, I don't you see things, it's, it's, it's what I do. Is it the way the light catches my lightly peroxided tips? Tips? Oh, your tips are looking gorgeous. Now, anyway, I've also got on my left not the usual Mike Harwood. We're ever so sorry that Mike Harwood can't be with us tonight, but in his absence, we've recruited Steve Ball. Hello, Steve. Who? Good evening. It's lovely to have you here, Steve. Um, and you're wearing shorts tonight. That's very, very fetching as well. So I've got shorts to my left. I've got tips in front of me. What else can we have for, to make such a, a wonderful show? You know, tonight is a celebration. An absolute celebration of all the things that are good, because there are some difficult times at the moment. So send your text in. Let's celebrate what is positive. Let's celebrate what is good. And uh, we're going to have a special two-hour-long show tonight. Yes, two whole hours. My name is Frank Nublet, and you're listening to Box 39 on Clone Clone Radio Radio 106.6 FM.
Well, uh, as you can tell, we've got no house gang exit tonight. Uh, we're just here in the studio, uh, myself, Ian and Steve, and uh, we're looking forward to Mike coming back soon. Uh, but it's going to be a great show. And, and, you know, at the moment, there is a sort of feeling, isn't there, that there's a bit of an emergency. Times aren't what they are normally. There's, there's a lack of normality. It's not usual. And uh, we're going to ask you to send in your emails. Think what, what you think about it. We're going to try and avoid, perhaps, what you've been hissing, listening to on a lot of other radio stations uh, about life uh, being uh, difficult and, and people being very um, sort of upset about it, we're going to look at the positives because, you know, we're a community radio station and at the moment, what is more important than community? And just come up on the screen, uh, brilliant timing from old favourite Mango Dread in uh, Shrub End, one of the great listeners to the show who says, this isn't a time of crisis in our community. This is a time when the community is being outstanding. Well, Mango, that's an interesting word, an outstanding community. What, what do you think about that, Ian? Well, I think we, the three of us, are in quite an interesting position because we all work within community roles. So the way that we view what is happening around us it may be very similar to the role that uh, Mango sees himself being in. Um, and what I would like to point out is that there suddenly has been a development and a, uh, a need almost of the public to take part in volunteering. And a lot of that is happening under the umbrella organisation, which funnily enough has that word in it, COVAD-19. And it's the COVAD-19 Mutual Aid UK. And you can all look up that online and it will put you in contact with local organisations so that you can go out letter dropping your local neighbourhood, uh, pointing out email addresses and telephone numbers where people could organise their food shopping if they're elderly or immunosuppressed. Um, They'll collect your prescriptions for you. They'll phone you so that you have someone to talk to. Right. Of a daily That's basis. terrific, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because as we've all spoken about before, when you know we had a, under our other guises of your community and sports show, yeah. men- mental health in these situations is um, really, really important. This whole business about not being lonely, about having structure yeah. to your day. So you might not have your previous structure you know that you had two three weeks ago because of course you might have gone shopping on a daily basis you might have popped down the news agents for a chat um yeah met the neighbor over the fence all these yeah. things which we're not being which we're being told that we shouldn't do but what we can do is just change our routine slightly now whether that's while we're well getting our neighbors to show us how to set up skype yeah or use a mobile phone properly yeah um so that we can still maintain contact because it's it's about that contact. It isn't necessarily the content or the location of the conversation. It's about the fact that we've exchanged some words. Somebody knows that we're concerned about them yeah. um, and that we can let people know whether we are still well. So, uh, Steve, you're in a bit of a whiz on the old IT. It's not difficult, is it, to, uh, to talk to people on things like Skype, is it? No, it really isn't. But obviously there are members of our um, community that are going to need a little bit of help with that who aren't so tech savvy. Yeah. Um, I know on our road we're putting together a WhatsApp group for everybody on the road right. to make sure that everybody's on there and everybody's Supported, fantastic. Yeah. We got one of the, uh, at work. I'd say it's a, it's a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> what teachers hitting technology? <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're right, Steve. Uh, things like a, a WhatsApp group in the road is great. I've been next door. I've got a, a, a young man of ninety odd lives next door to me, and we're just keeping in contact. So it is a it is a community that is we we're seeing some some real depth in our community at the moment. Yeah. But can I also say, Bill, there are some real positives that we can do for ourselves as well. Yeah. And that doesn't mean, you know, planting toilet paper out in the back garden so that you grew, grow new rolls by May. That isn't going to happen. So there's no point in buying them as though they're sets of onions. But <laughs> moving on from that, what we can do is we can go and buy a pack of seeds. Yeah. You know, we can plant, a, plant some stuff in the garden. Make part of our routine, wandering down the garden every day, getting some fresh air, watering those, uh, those seeds and watching them grow. And then we've got some food to exchange with our neighbours later in the summer. Um, we could do a little bit of guerrilla gardening, plant some flower seeds in the, uh, around the tree stumps locally. Still a very long time before those seeds become mm-hmm. toilet rolls. <laughs> Absolutely. But the other thing is, if you've got a long-term project, had a long-term project, you want to build some planters and you've got the capability and the space, put a room aside. Get on with that hobby that you've been promising yourself for 10 years. Structure, structure, structure. 
spend some time on it. Well, do you know, uh, while we're here, we're actually, listeners, we're not in the Colm Radio Tower Studio 1. We're actually in Studio 2. Re- re- studio 1's having a, having a bit of a deep clean. We're in Studio 2, which uh, actually needs a bit of a clean as well. So, gentlemen, there's a, there's a little uh, uh, wipe for each of you. There's some polish. There's a wipe. Now, if you could get, uh, get going now. Scrub a bit harder, Ian. Come on. Put me back into it. Come on, Steve. <laughs> There's a lot of importance of, you know, sing while you're clean. Come on. Any two verses of the Ausgang Exit song. Which one? What's in the book? Hoo-ya! Nothing much to offer There's nothing much to take I'm an absolute beginner But I'm absolutely sane As long as we're together can go to hell I absolutely love you We're absolute beginners With eyes completely open But nervous all the same If our love song could fly over mountains, sail over oceans, just like the films, there's no reason to feel all the hard times, to lay down the hard lines, it's absolutely true. could happen Nothing we can't shake No absolute beginners With nothing much at stake As long as you're still smiling There's nothing more I need I absolutely love you But we're absolute beginners And my love is your love Well, as as the DJ once said, that was absolutely beginners from local lad Steve Harley. Really love that. And uh, we were actually having a little sing-along and we decided we'd prefer that to the David Bowie version. So there's my DJ bit over. Anyway, we've invited people to send in emails and we're really delighted that uh, one of our old favourites on the show, Donna from Norwich, sent us an email. We haven't heard from you for a while, Donna, so glad you've uh, taken a bit of time there. And uh, and hello to you. Now, Dollar from Norwich says, um, aren't home deliveries great? And she says that recently she got a home delivery from a Steve, a, a young man from uh, Asda, I think it was, here in Norwich, and uh, very strong and fit, and he arrived in time, and he, he brought her shopping, and he came all the way into her house and... Uh, and uh, brought everything and filled up her drawers uh, absolutely full to the brim. So well done, Donna, and well done, Steve. Now, 
Talking of online services, it made me think really about the online services that we're using at the moment. Good old Ocado seems to have a permanent place in my road. Uh, so it's lovely to see food being delivered for those people that can't get out to it. Uh, and um, my oldest daughter's friend, he's just taken up a job as a little driver for Sainsbury's, which is absolutely perfect uh, for a wonderful thing to do. So I'd urge anyone out there to do a bit of volunteering uh, of delivery if they can. But... There's other ways in which we get online services as well. It's not just food, is it? Um, at the moment, a lot of people are having to watch the telly, and so they're using streaming services. I'm not one for streaming services. I only just used Netflix for the first time about two weeks ago. But looking at you, Ian, I'd say, you know, you, you're an old dab hand at streaming, is that well, right? Well, I do. I, I, I've used Netflix for much longer than two weeks. I tend to watch the television on my computer. I do have a licence, I'd like to point out, to the BBC. Um, Yeah, so I tend to wander around the house with my computer as I do my things in the morning and uh, watch a bit of watch a bit of the box, keep up to date. Now, Steve, uh, you, you're one for in our little group of uh, old men that go and have a drink occasionally. You do say to us, there is this very good website you can go on to watch special football matches and things. You seem to be able to find those those little uh, pirates something Bill, springs Bill, to mind. Isn't Bill, it? Bill, I don't think we're supposed to talk about no, those think, on the I radio. I think we should keep those quiet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do could... change frequently as well. You have to go searching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you have to search for the pirate ship. <laughs> yes. So what sort of things do you watch, Steve, when you're not doing those things that we're not going to talk about? Well, we have just about everything with two kids in the house. So we've got Amazon, we've got Netflix, we've got um, Now TV. Got Disney? Uh, no. Do you have Apple TV? No. Don't have anything Apple Brit in Box. the house. Britbox? Uh, no. That's Brit- all new. That's very new Britbox, isn't but, it? But, but we- a quick question for you, Steve. Is it all going to change in the near future? If we're going to send all these kids home from school, which I think we're going to come on to later on, and so, therefore, they're going to have to have a cert- do a certain number of hours study a day. Which is, they'll all it, do, of course. Yeah, which, of course, they'll all do, because uh, someone will be supervising them, I'm sure. Isn't that going to put a massive pressure on the bandwidth or whatever the technical phrase is for it, for the delivery of this stuff down the pipe? I think in some places it will, particularly more rural places, um, less so, so the cities and towns. So there are the ways that us grown-ups who don't need to be um, online quite so much can help with that, other well, than getting offline. You, you could use the aerial that's on top of your house to watch BBC or whatever. Do uh, they still make those? They do have <laughs> I, I, I believe most of them haven't been taken off the houses yet. You can uh, still plug them in. You can still see them swaying in the wind. Yeah. And it's stormy. As long as Storm Kiara or whatever hasn't taken them down, <laughs> they should be all right. Okay, but what about downloading stuff and then watching it once you've downloaded it rather than streaming direct? Would, does, that, does that aid um, those well, who... If you want to do something else while you're downloading it, it probably isn't going to help. But, but you can uh, download overnight, can't you? You could do, yeah. That would... Bit, bit, bit like uh, Economy Seven Netflix, wouldn't it? I've got, I've got no. You got a problem with Economy <laughs> Seven, Bill? No, I've got all their albums. <laughs> <laughs> Now, of course, just before we end this, I just say the best download that you can do is one called Mixcloud, isn't it? And uh, there is a we're bo- on that. There is we? a Box Thirty Nine library on that. I believe it's at www.mixcloud.com forward slash Box Thirty Nine. You'll find us here, where we always are. This is Rebecca Pigeon. Stay.
has already caused so much anxiety, suffering and loss, so it is even more important than ever to stay positive and united. I've written two poems especially for Box 39. The first, Countering the Coronavirus Blues, is with apologies to the poet W.H. Auden. Wind up our caring, light up our telephones, take dogs for walks to escape from our homes, play the pianos of our talents, do not succumb, Sing out of windows, we are not alone. Now there's less aircraft in the flight path overhead. Let a small boy hear birdsong instead. Post in your windows your elderly needs. Let the healthy absorb worries, they will recede. We are the north, the south, the east and west. Fight the COVID virus, bring out our best. At noon, at midnight, our talk, our song. Don't get depressed by the government's wrongs. The stars are needed now. Light everyone, bring on the moon and nurture our sun. Don't allow the virus to seep through the wood. We can be strong, so light up our good. Local organizing groups have been set up to support the most vulnerable in our communities. Details of the Colchester and Wivenhoe groups can be found through the National Umbrella Organization, COVID-19 Mutual Aid UK. That's C-O-V-I-D dash one nine mutual M-U-T-U-A-L aid A-I-D UK. The contact for the Women Home Mutual Aid Facebook group is Glynis on 0790-439-7605. That's a voicemail. 0790-439-7605 voicemail or 01206-657-685 that's 01206-657-685 or email helpwith at gmail.com help h-e-l-p-w-i-v at gmail.com Well, thank you ever so much, Mike. Although you can't be with us in the studio, thank you for putting that together for us. So, this is Box 39. This is Calm Radio 106.6 FM. I'm Bill Lawrence. This is a show just looking at the wonderful things our community is doing. And we said, please send in your texts. Please send in your emails to studio at colmradio.net. And we've received an email here from Richard Staines from Long Melford. And he says, Dear Radio 4... Why, 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 why? It's just typical of the troublemaking liberals at the BBC. Yours, Richard. Who? Well, that's a bit of a rambling uh, response there. You Actually, you wanted to talk about rambling, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Can I? Yes, My turn. Excellent. Yeah, I've, um, I'm a member of quite a number of organisations. And in the last few days, Bill, 
They've all yes. been in contact with me by, right. by email. Good. So they've stayed a safe distance away from me um, to inform me that though all their eateries and their places where you've got rooms are closed, so this would be the RSPB, um, the National Trust, and even good old Beth Chateau Garden yep. up the road in Elmstead. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yep. Um, they're closing all their foodie places, but anything that's open, as in their gardens, are still open. And actually, my understanding is the National Trust have opened their gardens free of charge now even for non-members. So if you're fit and healthy and you need to get your family out because we're thinking mental health again here and there's a local National Trust property and there are some, you can go down and have a look at the mill um, down Bourne Road. You could go over to uh, towards Braintree and there's some barns and stuff, but there's some gardens as well. Take the opportunity. Um, you can now walk in, have a wander around the grounds. That's great. But coming back to your rambling, because I know that's what you want to talk, me to talk about. Yeah, get to the, the point. The ramblers have cancelled all the group walks organised under their umbrella organisation, which is quite interesting. But of course, people can still choose to walk. Yeah. But I just, I was there thinking the other night, sat thinking about this. And if you're going to obey the new rules, two to three metres apart, and you've got 30 people walking, well, you've got about a 100 metre chain of people walking across. And how, when you get to a junction and you're not quite sure whether the map's showing the right way, do you actually converse and work out which is the right way? I was just thinking, well, I don't know how you do How would you do that, Steve? I'm flummoxed. Tell me, Ian. Yeah. No, it's a question. A valid question. I mean, I guess, I mean, you can get OS maps online, so you could just walk 10 yards up a a path and hopefully the arrow on your phone tells you you're on the right path. But it's not quite the same, is it? You're losing. The the reason most people walk isn't, isn't just for the walk. It's actually for the companionship, for the conversation just like you would normally have that conversation across the, the garden fence with your neighbour. But it might not be the time to get in a car and go somewhere. It might be the time when you actually go out your front door and hey, start hey, your ramble. Mr Lawrence, you don't need to get in your car to go no. down to the mill at uh, Ball no. Road. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd need my phone for directions either. <laughs> that is true. But the other thing, the one, one question I want to ask, has the kissing gate become redundant? It's certainly a man, a man of my age. It has, yes. <laughs> can we can we blow a kiss from two meters? <laughs> and what do you do when? How do you go about helping that elderly person across a a wobbly style? Yeah, some intriguing and and difficult conundrums you're setting us tonight, there, Ian. Yeah. Now, uh, while we're thinking of that, while you're thinking of, we haven't even got to topography. What what's that? That's the lay of the land bill. That's how it looks when compared to the map. The oh, ups yes. and downs, you know, where you've got your contours. And Quite difficult on the way to Bourne Mill from Colchester. Mm. Yeah. You'd struggle with that, would you, Steve? Mm, very much so. <laughs> well, talking of ups and downs, I think it's about time that we do a little bit more cleaning around here, OK? There's a few ups and a few uh, downs. Go- we can start off <laughs> by... fellas, wipes. Get under, take the hairpiece off, get under that hairpiece now. All right, and Steve, have a go at my shiny forehead. Oh, do I? That's, that's less yeah. than two metres away. And uh, this is what we should all be doing. Well, you can do that until the cows come home, can't you? So um, what we're going to do at this moment is we're going to listen to a song. And I'm I'm really being like a Radio 2 DJ tonight. And this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is a wonderful uh, uh, song. And it's by a band called Gizmodrome. And this is called Man in the Mountain. There's a man in the mountain And he's coming on down Got a broke back horse And a bent up horn His hat is white But his face is dark So the dogs will bite As he leaves his mark Giddy up old horse your best hoof forward in this hour of need I got the keys to your horse so giddy up 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 I got the keys to your horse so giddy up giddy up giddy up giddy up Some of that love, give me some of that fire. 
Well, welcome back to Box 39. A rather abrupt ending there from Christina Martin and a song, The Last Time I Saw You. And we got a little email there from another email from Donna in Norwich and said the last time she saw uh, Steve, he said he'd be around the next week. But unfortunately, there's been some delivery issues and it's going to be three weeks before you can get any deliveries in Norwich at all at the moment. Oh, dear. Well, we've got another email from Nigel. Uh, doesn't have his last name. He wishes to be anonymous. He's just called Nigel. And he's from Southwold, very nice part of the world, Southwold. Nigel says, um, frontline workers, what a wonderful bunch. Heroes in our society, uh, especially those teachers. Now, you want to say something about children, didn't you, Ian? I did. Um, first of all, I think we need to pat ourselves on the back as we've got three frontline workers sitting in the studio. Well done, fellas. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, children. I was going to beg the question, to school or not to school, but I think Mr Johnson answered that question yesterday because there's this whole business about whether when you stop bringing children into school or the majority of children into school, who looks after them? Does that take uh, parents away from, you know, valuable job roles? Does it put pressure on grandparents and obviously increase their risk of exposure to the virus and so on? So rather than looking at that bit, because I think that's been discussed to death by um, normal radio shows as opposed to us, what I wanted to ask you two, because you've got the teaching heads uh, amongst the three of us here, how much of a struggle do you think it would be for them to access their learning, um, take it on board when it's presented in that 2D computer way as opposed to a teacher at the front of a classroom delivering the lesson? I think um, it's going to work to a point. It's really going to depend on the the home that they're in, what encouragement they get to do it. Uh, I think a bigger problem for one or two of the students that I have is that they have no access to either the internet or a computer. There might have been a B&B or something like that, uh, and some of them just don't have any access. So obviously for them, it's just a non-starter. So are they, do, would they fall into this group of vulnerable children that the, uh, uh, that the authorities possibly, are talking about? Quite possibly, and I know there's, there's talk of um, or, or instructions coming that schools will be open, but it's going to beg the question, will they attend, will they be sent, or will they just be sitting at home? Twiddling their thumbs, but yeah. probably playing on some computer game yeah, or some on, description. On a, possibly on a console or watching telly or just being on their phones. Yeah. But 30 years ago, just let me throw this one out there, 30 years ago... I was a lad then. Should this similar situation have occurred, would there have been much more of a um, peer pressure to go out and play with each other on their bikes and meet in the streets, whereas now, actually, they can remain socially distanced playing on their ps3s can't they well in fact they can play on their ps3s and in in some respects be physically socially distanced but be talking to one another while they're playing the game yeah it's certainly uh, going to be easier isn't it from that point of view yeah and i think the way they social well, sorry they i think the way children socialize young adults socialize these days is very different i mean certainly back in my day and your day bill um we would have been over the fields running up and down riverbanks basically creating merry hell and probably getting into a little bit of trouble um but that was what you did then you know it wasn't yeah. you know there things have changed yes everything changes and that's a wonderful thing let's hear from yvonne Breathless, she steadies herself against the front door, turns to survey all she's done. A clear path shoveled through the snow. She realises she's smiling, unforced. Her son hoists the head onto a snowman, the ground around him rubbed with snow angels. Good job, Mum, he calls. She does a little bow. There's nothing of the past in this moment. No fearful future. Just the truth of clean, right angles of concrete. The V of winter geese barking overhead. Sky, cloudless and shockingly blue. Melting snow dripping off the roof line. 
her heart bucking hard inside her chest, reminding her she's alive. I'm Bill Lawrence, and this is my Big Bag of Onions. Bill's Big Bag of Onions is on Colm Radio every Sunday from 10pm to midnight, and again on Monday nights from midnight to 2am. The late night blend of music and words that means so much, and yet never really explains anything. Bill's Big Bag of Onions... Late Night Dreamscape Radio, for any time of the day. Well, I can thoroughly recommend that, and that's on Colm Radio, where we are now. This is Box 39, we're on 106.6 FM. We're in a special two-hour show this evening uh, of Box 39. It's very quiet in the studio. Ausgang Exit aren't here. Uh, unfortunately, they are stuck uh, in there. They are in under quarantine uh, all the way under lockdown on Mersey Island. So, Can I just uh, ask a favour then, Bill? Yeah. Because I think we're at 45 minutes. If you just keep speaking for another 75, the show's done. On the count of three. I'll count you in. Three, two, one. Carry on. Okay, thank you very so much. No repetition. <laughs> or hesitation. Or say Deviation. Deviation. I'm not going to deviate. Now, not the thing... Time. No, but we've asked for emails. And we have got an email. Well, it's a text, actually. When I said email, I was telling a fib. Now, this is a text, and it's from two old favourites of the show, Ron and Reg, they're in... Brightling C. Hello, Ron. Hello, Reg. Glad to hear you uh, are listening again. Evening, fellas. Now, they say, uh, 
in our community, it's important to have pleasure. And they say they've only got innocent pleasures because they never are guilty, are Ron and Reg from Brightling Sea. But they say, what are your guilty pleasures? Well, I'm going to start this one. My guilty pleasure is to eat breakfast at tea time. There you are. I've said it. It's all out in the open now. But also... I do like my heated front car seats, but I, I don't particularly feel guilty about Aren't it. You get a bit old for those; they make you feel like you've wet yourself. <laughs> no, I wear pajamas under my coat to go to the corner shop on a Sunday morning to get my uh, pancake biscuits with my cup of tea, and I have been known to steal fluffy pillows from luxurious hotels. Well, your pajamas under your um, your clothes on a Sunday is nothing because the publican who used to live on the corner of your <laughs> road used to sweep the street in his silk kimono, and he didn't put his pajama button. Yeah, with nothing underneath. So no, I know. That's I, burnt on my retina. That is, uh... You are really not trying. <laughs> Some things you can't unsee. <laughs> so, Steve, what's your guilty, uh, I, 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 what's your guilty pleasure? I, I once ran through a field of wheat. Um, <laughs> uh, no. di- diet Iron Brew from Asda at 50p a bottle. Does that count? Yes. No. Endless ITV4. No, what about you, Ian? Well, see, I... I think the only one of us here who could actually have a guilty pleasure would be um, would be Mr. Ball because he he oh. lives he lives with other people. Guilty pleasures are hidden, and if you're on your own, Mr. Lawrence, I hate like you and I are, you know, living in our solitary existence. I've got a cat. hidden by default. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're we're hidden away. There's who are we hiding these pleasures from? Oh, there's the lady over the road who keeps peering in my in my windows. <laughs> It's funny, it's the first time you mentioned it's time her, you her let on her radio. It's time you let her out, Bill. <laughs> um, what's my guilty pleasure? Uh, I don't know, probably the third chocolate or the second gin and tonic. Yeah, I've, I've heard you singing along to Barry Manilow in the bath. I don't think we should talk about that. Right. Why, why he, were you there? Well, he's got, <laughs> I think it's a similar hairpiece that attracts you to Barry. Yeah, but I haven't had surgery like that. <laughs> that's my, that's the, I haven't gone down that path yet. A <laughs> uh, bag of chips with a lot of pickled onions. That's nice. Oh, no, no, no. Bag of, bag of chips with, uh, with what we used to call pea wet, which was like the mushy peas, but the liquid. Oh, and scratchings. That's a bit northern. Pork scratchings. Oh. No, 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 no. Well, scraps or scratchings. Oh, scraps. Yeah, them, yeah, You know, the bottom of the fryer. Yeah. All, what about all brown used to and give burn. that away late at night. Yeah, yeah. with pee wet. They just get, get rid of it. It was lovely. Well, I'd like to say uh, one of the guilty pleasures I have is seeing beautiful, clean surfaces. So, boys, once more. Oh, here we go. Come okay. on out. Let's right. go. Clean this studio. Skin on my hands is playing up. Skin on Bill's forehead's coming off. <laughs> yeah, now get on with it. Now, everything, it's not over, you know. It's not over. Not over until the fat lady sings. Pull me back. Oh, can we hear the rest? <laughs> That's it. She's sung. So, uh, as. It's all over, though. We can she's go. She's fat. She can't do it very long. We're only on 49 minutes. Now, I'm going to be a DJ. And, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, we did hear The Who, and now we're going to hear a band called This Is The Kit. I went all the lights and up jumped all the spirits. Further, 
Box 39? What's in it then? Well, there's lots in Box 39, that's what I can say tonight. And we've still got uh, another eight minutes go, and then it's just, we're not even halfway through the show yet. It's wonderful. This is 106.6 FM, your favourite radio station. Uh, and mine too. Now, we've got an email. Oh, it's a text. I'll keep getting them the wrong way around. This is from David B. And David B says, um, we can beat them just for one day. We can be heroes just for one day. And there's a lot of local heroes about at the moment, isn't there? Uh, there's seven-year-old Jimmy Dean Hudson. You heard about him? He, he bought 700 toilet rolls. Uh, sorry, 70 toilet rolls with his own money. He's seven years old. And he went and delivered them to nearby elderly residents, which I think is a fantastic example of the sort of spirit we want. Um, there's people delivering food and supplies, isn't there? So keep donating to those food banks as well, if you can. There's, uh, there's those people that are running school classes for children of key workers and vulnerable children. They're local heroes, aren't they? And there's who keep those people who just keep smiling. Those people who are keeping positive. They're wonderful as well. They're... Uh, well, other local heroes. We've got those who donate copies of Ausgang Exit classic albums to orphans and the recently bereaved. They're heroes. Um, there's Tommy Flowers. He designed the Colossus computer used at Bletchley Park. Used to crack military codes. What a hero. Harry Beck. Do you know him? Any, do you know who Harry Beck is? Designer of something. If you live in London, you'd see every day. Harry Beck designed the London Underground map. Yes, he did. Oh. Yeah, local heroes. Uh, Joseph Swan, we'd be all sitting here in the dark if it wasn't for Joseph Swan. He was the man that invented the first ever light bulb. Uh, what other local heroes we got? Sir Joseph Bazaljet. He designed and engineered the London sewage system. Keeps the place cleaner. Yes, otherwise we, we really would be sitting in it, wouldn't we? So uh, good for him. Peter Durand. Durand, Durand. Not as in Duran Duran. You had me worried for a moment. Peter Duran, he invented the tin can, you know. Ah. Yeah, those things that you used to see on shelves in supermarkets. (laughs) (laughs) And also, of course, those great roundabout builders and repairers of Colchester. (coughs) What local heroes they are. (laughs) Said with no irony whatsoever. (laughs) At least they'll have plenty of time to get on with it now. Less traffic flow, more action. Have you got any local heroes or any heroes there, Steve? Oh, local heroes. Sporting oh, heroes? There, is a, there was a guy, um, a, a local fella called, by the name of Ball, who was uh, quite famous, wasn't he? Johnny Ball? Not, yeah, think of a number. <laughs> that was him, yeah. Yeah. Th- uh, you want me to think of a number? Oh, no, Johnny Ball used to do that programme, Think of a Number. He yeah. was father of Trevor, Trevor Ball. No. What? <laughs> Zoe Ball. Zoe Ball. That's her. Absolutely. On uh, some small radio insignificant station. Well, we were just chatting during that music, weren't we, about uh, how, how she would benefit right, from the wise and wisdom of uh, wisdom, you know, local radio, community radio, because that in itself is a, a heroic thing, isn't it? And uh, it's very good. We can, we can, you know, it's, it's all about us and it's done by us and it's for us. It's wonderful. Now, Ian... Right, folks, I've got a little plea from the heart. As you probably know from the past, I am a pharmacist um, and currently I work in care homes, which makes my job quite difficult because, funnily enough, I'm not allowed to go in. But from my retail colleagues, I have a plea. They form the biggest private-public partnership in the UK. They are big business providing NHS services. But unfortunately, as uh, times have become harder, staff levels have been dictated by formula. Two people manning the telephones to answer your questions all day is not part of that formula. And as you well know, most pharmacies are small shops where limiting contact with one another will be difficult. And supply chains, funnily enough, are very similar to those of the supermarkets with limited stock being held. So the plea is be patient Don't jam the phone lines. Don't order early. Don't fill the pharmacy with bodies. Oddly enough, we rely on not seeing or hearing from you so that we can get the job done for you. So if you're at risk, don't come in yourself. Ask a friend, a neighbour or a young person to do the job for you. Thanks very much.
the fame for us a reason And then it faded away So I raised my glass to her cheek And caught the tears she made And I thought it was love I thought it was love What a song Tears away. <laughs> 